So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. John Cena. He's not done with the WWE. When are we going to see the leader of the C Nation again? Plus, big changes against the broadcast team of Impact Wrestling and big, big changes backstage for WWE NXT. Yeah, more of those. It's all today on today's top story from Sports Key to Wrestling. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Okay, if you're watching, share the link so you don't stink. We got some big John Cena news. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, a lot to talk about here. Uh, some uh, backstage movers and shakers in WWE NXT and so much more. Your comments on screen. I'm Kev Kellen. That's Jose G down in Florida and a state where a lot of people misbehave and people get pulled over for doing <laughs> DYs in golf carts. Yeah, I talked yeah, about that. That's pretty today. common over here. That's common. I didn't know that pretty was a common, common over here. Thing. Are you going to vote for the local Gator to become your mayor? Uh, I'm <laughs> saying awful jokes. In Nebraska, <laughs> if you ask, a state that is flat and probably very, very cold. Am I wrong, Jeremy? No, 55 today. Oh, that's awful. It's, it's, it's a, it is negative six here in Chicago. That's, so. Oh, 55. Yeah. That's shorts weather in, in January. Yeah, I, I mistakenly left a crack of my door open. I woke up and it was like 40 degrees inside my apartment. Listen, it's a nice balmy 69 down here, guys. <laughs> Shout out to our regulars, Kim Gray watching, Christopher Ryan Cooper. If you're watching for the first time, get your comments on screen, jump into the conversation, and hit the like button. So much content on our channel, by the way. Uh, Vince Russo with us Monday nights after Monday Raw. He had plenty to say about uh, a very eventful Monday Night Raw. I would say a thumbs-up edition of Monday Raw. I, didn't, I wouldn't say it was the best one, but a lot going on in that show. Uh, it wasn't bad. No. Let's jump into this, though. John Cena. He is making the media rounds for his new HBO Max series, a spinoff of the Suicide Squad character he played, Peacemaker. Looks pretty good. Looks like a strong, violent, fun show. Thursday. And, he, and uh, it comes out this Thursday. Looking forward to it. And I am as well. I liked the Suicide Squad. I thought it was a good beef up for the DCU movies. I thought Cena had maybe the best role he's ever played in a film, too. And so now he gets to run with this character. And he's doing the media rounds, talking to Ellen DeGeneres. So he's going to have to talk about WWE. And he hits some notes here that are interesting. He's not done with the WWE. Far from it. He kind of establishes. But he may miss WrestleMania this year. This will be the first time he's missed WrestleMania because of these kind of outside commitments. But he did have a strong run this past summer, coming back for live events and house shows. And, of course, a big match against Roman Reigns where he lost clinging in the middle of the ring. Uh, so uh, it makes it seem like he may not be around here. Uh, if you're watching, let us know where do you want to see John Cena come back? Do you want him to come back in a few weeks at the Royal Rumble? Do you want him at WrestleMania? Or are we going to save it for someone else? It's two nights of WrestleMania. John Cena would be a real kick in the ass for this card. Absolutely, man. I think uh, I think uh, having a WrestleMania without John Cena, we didn't have him on on this year's uh, card for WrestleMania, but I think it's overdue. You can't really just 
have such an event of that magnitude and not have, you know, one of the greatest performers of all time in John Cena not be at the event. Uh, but just like you mentioned a little bit earlier, Kevin, yeah, he, uh, Cena is doing his media rounds. He recently had a, a nice chat with Ellen DeGeneres and gave uh, an update on his future. And he said, quote, WrestleMania is usually in late March, early April. I don't know if I'm going to make it this year. That's a that's a good conundrum to have because there are a lot of good opportunities coming up, which I'd love to take. If all of those line, if all those things line up, I don't know if I'll be able to make WrestleMania. I will tell everybody watching, I am not done with WWE by a long shot. That's my home. I love it. I was able to go back during the summer for a few months and entertain audiences when they welcome audiences back to arenas. And I've far from had my last performance. So clearly not done uh, with his with his uh, in-ring <clears throat> career. But you have to start thinking about how much longer does he have in the tank? You know, he can't keep coming back for these part-time things. He, he's going to have to walk away at some point. When will that be? I mean, we got a good window with him this year. You know, he was there for a significant period of time, at least in terms of a short run. Uh, they built up to a good match. They had some great promos to get to that match as well. Uh, but Cena is Cena. And when he came back, he came back at the right time, right when they hit the road. Him showing up at Money in the Bank, the first pay-per-view in front of fans, was a big, big, real boost to WWE during what is usually a downtime. The summer is a little bit of a lighter period, but SummerSlam is a show that fans still look forward to. This year's different. You had fans coming back. The the coronavirus case kind of valued a little bit. People felt safer going out to some arenas uh, across the country, and Cena was a big part of that. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think here? How do you utilize him again? Is this going to be another situation, even with the pandemic, where we get a uh, summer of Cena too? Man, I don't. I I think it's smokescreen. I think he's going to be at the Rumble this year, and whoever eliminates him sets up WrestleMania feud for this. There is no way John Cena is going to miss two WrestleManias in a row. He, That's he, what I'm he, saying, right? Like you yeah. can't. Why would you do that? He uh he uh he missed last year for the first time since 2002. Uh he says his career's far from over. I believe it. I mean, he's only 44, I think. 44, 45. And he's had so, a lot of time off the ring, too. Yeah, so I I don't, you know, shit people go going well into their 50s now. You know, but also doing these movies isn't easy on a guy who's had a neck surgery, who's had a knee injury, you know, there's 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 miles on that body too, yeah. you know. I would oh, not yeah. be surprised if he's in the Royal Rumble, whoever eliminates him sets up a WrestleMania match. We got some watch out, watch out, watch outs in the chat. Thank you so watch much for diehard. We got to get a watch out, watch out t-shirt, don't we? We got to get a watch out, watch out t-shirt. I think we have to do that. Yeah, we're gonna. I'll, I'll get the. Uh, I'll get the graphic design team on that so that we can uh, get that printed and sent out. <laughs> Stephen Chambers wants Cena versus Goldberg. All right, well, I heard someone saying they want Cena versus. Prince I don't think we've ever one. seen that, have we? We've never seen Cena versus Goldberg. No, we have not. Uh, and never Goldberg. Seen Cena. That would Goldberg be a good matchup. Goldberg's only got one more match left, you know, so that would be interesting. Uh, so that means Goldberg will probably be in the Royal Rumble. Uh, could, I think he, that's a match Goldberg would want, match, too, right? Uh, that's a know. match Goldberg would want, I think. I mean, it's I, I don't uh, Goldberg's going to extend that. He's going to have more than one match, I think, left. I mean, after based on that recent interview he had, I think Goldberg's going to either do an extension or a new contract, I'm, I'm assuming. Joe Cook wants to go back to 2006. He wants Cena versus Edge. One of the best uh, ruthless aggression era feuds that WWE have with maybe Cena Maybe Austin Theory. Be interesting. Very awesome tossing Cena over the top rope, taking a selfie. We got, 
We got Eric Calavera, who's also a sport and SK contributor in our graphic design team. Thank he does you, Eric. One of our comics that you see on, on Instagram and on Twitter. He says he'll talk to Reed, one of our head guys, <laughs> to get that taken care of. See? Lo- see? Love your work, all, Eric, by the way. All I got to do, all I got to do is say a word. Eric's on it, man. See? Thank man. you, Eric. Eric, love your Thank work, you, by the way. You do we, we, could have a, we could have a store full of shirts. <laughs> That's just the beginning. If we make it, you got to buy it, by the way, too. You know what I mean? So if we do Absolutely. this stuff, we got to, you know, support the cause here. Uh, and I'll buy it. Like that's one of the things. Like, I'll, wear, I'll, buy, I'll buy the watch out, watch out shirt. Um, <laughs> definitely, let's definitely check it out here. Uh, and people already asking, how can I get a shirt? We don't, we don't, we haven't made it. We, were we don't have a story yet. We don't. We're, we're talking about the idea. And obviously, if you guys are commenting about it, you guys want them. So sound off in the comments. Tweet at us. Let us know how bad you want mm-hmm. some SK wrestling merch, and then we'll get a whole new division of of merch set up for you guys so you guys can buy shirts and backpacks and and, and koozies and whatever y'all want oh, i'm all about a koozie look at this look at this naked can this is unacceptable absolutely unacceptable unacceptable <laughs> if you don't koozie you lose a, everyone knows that we got a uh chris regular in the chat saying did get notification i just checked mine and i did get mine so you may want to check your your settings on the on the sports kid yeah i know i know there's itself. a lot of people that watch us on facebook Go ahead and join us over on YouTube as well. Go ahead and join us on YouTube. We get a little bit more of the algorithm love on YouTube if you join us. We are nearing 25,000 <laughs> subscribers. Also, if you can't join us live, you still want to continue to listen to the show. I can't have my phone open on a screen or I want to listen at work or something like that. Podcast. Okay. We are available on Apple. We are available on Spotify. Thank you guys so much for once again keeping us in those big charts uh, in the top yeah, 200, the top 100 in the United you, States. You just said algorithm love. Algorithm love, man. That's a good, that's a good album title or band. Yeah, right that, there. That, that's a my my new synthwave sounds, band. It, it sounds love. like a nineteen. That might be punk rock band. That might be the uh, the name of Kev's next stand up special. <laughs> I already know what the name. Of, I know what the name of it's going to be. I know what the name of it's going to be. I already your know your next stand up special. I know what it's going to be. I already know oh. what it's going to be. Yeah. So <laughs> don't worry. It'll it'll be will be worth it here. Uh, people are already telling us sports key wrestling merch is what's best for business. Okay, yeah. we'll, we'll work on merch. We'll work on merch, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta buy this stuff. Okay, um, yeah. Jody saying uh, SK wrestling merch would be awesome. All right, cool, cool. We're working on it then. We'll Let's jump into story it. number two here, guys. Story number two. Uh, this man was the voice at one point of WWE NXT, Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and NXT UK, but was a part of one of the uh, many unceremonious cuts that WWE made over the last two years to talent on screen and off. He's now back on the wrestling screens again, and he'll be the lead play-by-play announcer for Impact Wrestling. Matt Stryker out, Tom Hennepin in. Uh, what do you guys think here? This is a big move. The guy formerly known as Tom Phillips. I, I thought he, I always found him to be a great broadcaster. I tell you what, uh, if you, if you didn't know any better, you, you would have thought he was with you would have thought he had been in Impact for years now. The, the, the job he did, coming in brand new he did a hell of a job on saturday on hard to kill mm-hmm. yeah tom is uh is definitely one of those uh very talented broadcasters that he can do well wherever you throw him um he did very well in nxt he did absolutely great on as the play-by-play guy on monday night raw um and i have no doubt that you know i, I haven't had a chance to watch hard to kill i'm probably going to sit uh, sit down later tonight but after nxt and maybe catch that uh, but yeah, man, I think uh, this is a great call for Tom, uh, and uh, and I can't wait. This is actually going to attract me more to watch Impact. So he uh, spoke with uh, Renee Paquette on Oral Sessions recently. Uh, also an Oral Sessions uh, interview you want to check out. Karrion Cross 
and Scarlet. Good interview there. Go check that out on uh, Renee Paquette's uh, podcast there. He spoke with uh, he spoke with Renee about uh, how the deal came about. He said it really only developed within the last month. I have a lot of friends at Impact who kind of connected me with the powers that be. We had some good conversations, and the schedule was very attractive. I was just got done uh, doing a 52-a-week-a-year schedule for about nine years. So I was like, oh, this is great. This is really cool. Everything I was told about the locker room was like with Scott DeMora and Josh Matthews. Everything's been accurate and awesome. And uh, when you know a bunch of people showing up and seeing Matt Raywalt and him being like, what the hell are you doing here? It was really cool. What is he doing in the impact zone? <laughs> yeah, you have to say it. You have to say it. Uh, Rusev Day! Uh, and then uh, he had also talked about uh, the differences between uh, Impact and WWE. And he says, uh, you can go from the, the pressure of being like for uh, for a number of different reasons, the way WWE produces shows. But all of a sudden, now it's on you. It's largely your show. I was given a lot of faith to go out there and do what I did with D'Lo. It was nerve-wracking because I was, oh, well, is this what I did? And WWE has certain ways that they like to do that they like to have things done and things mm-hmm. said. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I can say certain things I wasn't able to say. This is really cool. We completely re- different, yeah, completely different style. The way WWE does their broadcasting is very, very specific. I know some people here. If you're a hardcore fan, you've heard about how oh, so and so is in your ear giving you all these different things. That's mm-hmm. any broadcast. All right, and I, I, I can tell you, as someone who's done a handful of different sports things, uh, obviously, Jose, you know this. There's some places where they kind of let you go and do what you want, and you're involved with calling play-by-play. Uh, yeah. You're, you're, are you doing it in post? You're not live, right? There's a challenge. I'm doing that. it in post, uh, but they give me the liberty to to ad-lib however I want in Spanish. So, um, so I kind of understand where he's coming from because I've been at shows where they tell me, all right, you need to hit this, this, and this. You can't say this, but you can't say this. Um, so it's always nice when they be like, okay, hit what, the, what, what you're seeing, call it like you're, like you're seeing it. Don't worry about it. Say it, you know, no cursing or anything like that, but do you and give us the best that you can. And I think that's what they did with Tom. And from what I'm hearing from Jeremy, he absolutely killed it. Yeah. And, uh, he went on to say like in WWE could refer to bullet club for trademark reasons. They danced around it at the club. He's like, oh, I can say Bullet Club now. I, I can say pro wrestling. Uh, you know, <laughs> just the trademark and branding things that WWE likes to do, and that's fine, but there are so many little changes. And, yeah, you are correct. Tom did a, a hell of a job, and it was a hell of a pay-per-view, too, uh, from top to bottom. Uh, tremendous job from Impact and uh, a little some, some, some nice surprises, an invasion, uh, a great main event between Mickey James and Deanna Perrazzo. It was great from top to bottom. I got this question here from Stephen Chambers where we're talking about people doing play-by-play and broadcasting wrestling, the people that hosted the voices of the shows. Uh, Jimmy Smith has been inserted uh, in the past few months as the play-by-play Raw announcer. Now, Adnan Verk replaced Phillips, which was kind of just out of nowhere. Adnan <laughs> Verk had some great experience in sports broadcasting, but it just wasn't a fit for WWE. Nope. It was it was yeah. clear after a few weeks that he was getting lost in, in, in the kind of 100 miles a minute that a three-hour Raw is, because it is. When you're in broadcasting in that position, it's a lot, because there's a ton of stuff that you have to talk about. You, you have to get in and out of breaks and all these different things. Uh, how do I think Jimmy Smith on commentary has been? I think he he's perfect. I mm-hmm. think he's I don't I don't think he's um, a guy that that fans will feel is uh, uh, doesn't get it. Uh, this is a guy who has fight sports experience. You know, has has done things physically. So this isn't just a nobody. The guy comes in with a lot of experience in sports. He does before Absolutely. he got there. Uh, and then also is on the air five days a week with with the Sirius XM. This is a guy who's getting his reps in and is doing that around 
a WWE schedule, which is really, really challenging. And also, I think he likes it. You can tell he really, really enjoys it. I don't know if I'm not saying I don't think Adnan Verk didn't like it. Uh, I think he wanted to be a broadcaster. I think uh, Jimmy Smith strikes me as a guy who really enjoys people going at it and, and appreciates yeah. the the science of two human bodies clashing at each Absolutely. other in that way. Uh, and that, and there's a lot of translates there from fighting like that. Absolutely. I completely agree with you. I think you can tell the difference when you have a broadcaster that's dedicated to combat sports, like someone like Jimmy Smith, not who not only did play by play in the UFC and Bellator, he also had some hosting experience in the past doing Fight Quest back when he used to be broadcasted in the mid 2000s. Uh, on Discovery Channel, that was an amazing show. He would go all over the place and just study different cultures of of combat, and it, it's great. So he's not only a student of the fight game, uh, but that actually actually helps him in doing commentary for wrestling or WWE. So I think he's absolutely killing it too. Is he better than Tom than than Tom Phillips? I don't know if I can make a comparison because they're two totally different styles, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, they're they're both equally great, but for different reasons. Yeah, I think Jimmy's done a tremendous job. I, I think I think even from night one, he's done a, a great job considering absolutely the level of difficulty and things like that. And uh, yeah, I've not really had any complaints with uh, with that Raw announced team. I always like Saxton and Graves together because they're a great heel baby face combo and uh, Jimmy right in the middle. Um, I think uh, I think that's been the perfect fit. I, it, it's probably been the best two. I, I, let's say three. With SmackDown and NXT, I think it's been the best laid out combination of teams in, in quite some time. Uh, obviously, Pat McAfee knocking it out of the park with Michael Cole. And, of course, Vic Joseph doing a great job with Wade Barrett. I think this has been the best kind of combo and sets that they've done. And then they'll probably just mix it up later this year and screw it all up again. <laughs> Always a pessimist. They, they uh, like to they like to change it up though every year. You know, they like Jose, they like moving people around a lot. Jose, give that last comment up on screen if you could. If you Absolutely. Could. Let's. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to get this one to you here. We've had so much forbidden uh, door news this week. Uh, Nikki James really stole the conversation on Friday night when it was announced that she is the Impact Knockouts Champion, and they emphasized that on on WWE SmackDown, which I'm, I shook me when I heard it. You know. Uh, and the door is open, apparently, and WWE is going to be collaborating with some other promotions, and Royal Rumble is going to be a way that they kind of roll out some of that. How much that is, we don't know, and guess what? I like what we don't know. What we do know is we're getting a lot of fun names coming back for the Royal Rumble, and not just Mickey James, Bella, a whole bunch of uh, great uh, women's wrestling talent from the past is going to be on this card. But the Forbidden Door thing is the thing that fans are going to speculate the most here. Greg says, Forbidden Door, WWE, Moose versus Roman. Moose is the Impact World Champion at the moment. Roman, the WWE Universal Champion. Maybe uh, ROH Championship match on Impact. That happened. Impact is everywhere. Watch out, watch out, watch out. Um, yes, Impact is definitely the most everybody come in and do our show. We're going to benefit the most from you about it. Speaking about they're not, they're not doing heavy contracts with everyone. Speaking about know? everywhere, it, it, Jonathan Gresham is everywhere defending that ROH title. Uh, he, he was on Impact defending it. He was on GCW defending it. He's going to be his own pay-per-view this Sunday, Terminus, uh, against, uh, I believe, Josh Alexander, I think. And that's going to be a hell of a match. Uh, that, that card looks to be pretty good, actually purchased it on fight so i'm looking forward to that on sunday uh early evening on sunday but yeah maybe it's going to be gresham because he's been everywhere defending that belt so maybe jonathan gresham's the guy that that's going to be in the uh, in the rumble there 
what what do you think here? This is an interesting scenario here because I believe we are going to be able to go to the source sometime this week on one of these one of these names that was brought up there. Yeah, Jose, I, I won't say who it is, but uh, no, Jose, Jose, you're in Florida. We're yep. gonna be we're gonna be talking to somebody who has a lot of say in this. One of yep, the names. Uh, one of those names. Yes, so. keep an eye out uh, later this week. Uh, I will be down south in South Florida interviewing uh, the current Impact World Champion Moose and former Women's Champion, former Knockouts Champion Diana Parazzo. So uh, I will probably get some answers firsthand uh, from the champ himself. So uh, so we'll see, man. But this has been very interesting. He's been vocal about it on Twitter. Called out Roman. Knock knock. Uh, Booker T wants to see Moose versus Roman. Uh, I think there's a real uh, there's a real clamoring for this matchup at some point down the road. And if this impact wrestling in WWE Forbidden Door is cracked open, who's not to say Moose shows up at the Royal Rumble? I'm I'm gonna ask him. He's probably gonna deny it. He's well, I don't know, but uh, but I'm sure gonna ask that question. It'll be an interesting thing. We will be covering all of the Forbidden Door cracks and creeps leading up to the Royal Rumble. Uh, we will have a special Royal Rumble tier special that we have to we have to still have a production meeting about. That's coming up this weekend, and we are doing a big. Hopefully, hopefully we can get it organized. A big Royal Rumble of wrestling trivia the the Saturday before Royal Rumble, not the Saturday of. Uh, so that'll be pretty sweet, and I'll be down there as well. Let's get into our final topic of the day. This one interesting. Uh, a lot of people say that Triple H is. NXT is no more. All right. That, that he is, even though he's on the mend from the serious heart issue he had a few months ago, he's still involved in, in some things and still helping produce the show. Road Dog's out of there. Gabe Sapolsky is out of there. William Regal is out of there. Shawn Michaels still deeply involved as one of the executive producers, but now it is much more streamlined its creative team to be under the, uh, the kind of hand and will of the main creative director of WWE. That would be Bruce Pritchard, who's at the hand of Vince McMahon. Uh, this puts the uh, WWNXT in more line with what's going on with Raw and SmackDown. Big changes there. Uh, they've brought in uh, a producer by the name of Russo. No relation to Vince Russo of our Bro. team. Uh, and oh. this this gentleman has been under the, the WWE creative team since 2011. They have a handful of people that have been writing on different shows for WWE or have been involved, including Dewey Foley, who's been involved with NXT for a few years, accepting more of a, an updated role here. So you have a lot of people that are still involved with NXT, upgrading the role, or people moving over from Raw and SmackDown's creative teams here. Uh, what does this say about the NXT brand? This is more in line with what's been going on, right, Jeremy? Yeah, it's just basically matching up exactly of what they're doing on Raw and SmackDown, uh, which is kind of what their goal has been with NXT ever since they've, uh, you know, started making these major changes to the programming. Um, so yeah, it, it, I don't know, I don't know if it's really gonna be a noticeable difference. I think it already became a noticeable difference when they went to NXT 2.0. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's going to be much different from that. Uh, just more of, uh, and actually we've been talking about this same type of thing with Pritchard overseeing things anyways. So it's been, you know, more of a, a high level to start on 2.0. Maybe he, maybe he gets more involved now uh, with it rather than just being at the very highest level. Maybe he does get more involved in a micro sense going forward. Yeah, just from analyzing um, the production quality of the show for several months now, um, it is more in line with what they're doing with the main roster, right? Yeah. Um, but I also think 
because we did have the black and gold brand previously to this, which was mainly controlled by Triple H, it was uh, a mainly an, an autonomous operation uh, per the report. And we mm -hmm. all knew this. Triple H was running the show down here in Orlando, uh, which really didn't have anything to do with what was going on in the main roster. But just by observing what's been going on with NXT, I almost feel like they're doing this also to be able to blend in some of these storylines from NXT into the main roster. And I think they're using Grayson Walla as a great example with his feud with AJ Styles. He's been showing up on Raw. AJ's been showing up on NXT. It's not going to be a surprise if NXT people show up in the Rumble. I mean, exactly. I don't mean that in a bad way, but I mean, like, it'll it'll be a good bump for... I do think yes. we're going to see some NXT names. Do, absolutely. Do we get a new title tonight? Ooh. A new I look for the championship? I think they should revamp those titles, but I don't think it's going to happen tonight. Who knows? Yeah. Bra Braun Breaker winning that title off Tommaso Ciampa, kicking the old NXT logo as he made his entrance. Great match, by the way. Really, really good match. And, I mean, it's just another example of how special Braun Breaker is. I know people are just down on uh, NXT in some ways about how different it is from the old one, and they like the old one, and why did you have to change it? Uh, it, it, it didn't win this ratings war with AEW. They needed to do something different with it. Um, I'm not saying I'm in love with it, but I like the risk. You know, you can say there's a lot of things they do on NXT that are a risk that they wouldn't take on Raw and SmackDown. So I kind of almost enjoy them walking more of a, a finer line in terms of what they can try creatively. And you're doing it with new people, too. You're doing this with a lot of new talent. It is worth noting, you know, a lot of the talent that's going to be coming up here in the next year or two are not traditional wrestling talent. So, but that doesn't mean they can't become interesting talent. Ron Breaker is an example of that. Other people have gotten are examples of that as well. Uh, Jay what do you think about his bold claim? What do you think about his bold claim that he feels that if the things are going the way they're going right now, mm -hmm. he could be WWE champion by June? That's what he said. Yeah. That's Those are his crazy. words. That is, Braun, you're getting ahead of yourself there. Buddy. I, you know what, though? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. I how can you not? But look at it. Look if at if this brawn, if the brawn breaker train that continues to break things down, it breaks down even more walls. If it goes into St. Louis, and that momentum leads to him winning the Royal Rumble, that is mm -hmm. crazy. Speaking of Royal Rumble, hey, how about this? Uh, some fightful select news earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, they have uh, uh, this is a uh, bet online has released the Royal Rumble betting odds. Braun Breaker right now, 50 to 1. Okay. A lot of people ahead of him. Uh, Big Who? E. Uh, Braun uh, Breaker's 51? 50 to 1. Yeah. Uh, Big E is 7 to 2. Uh, Brock Lesnar's 4 to 1. Those are your two favorites. But the lead is Braun. No, Braun's 50 to 1. He's the, he's the farthest away. I'm sorry. You're no, he's not the farthest away. Uh, he's ahead of Cesaro, Ciampa, Apollo Crews, Happy Corbin, Rey Mysterio. Uh, Nakamura, Ricochet, uh, Johnny Knoxville, 100 to 1. <laughs> Vince, Vince McMahon, 250 to 1 is the longest odds. Um, Montez Ford, 100 to 1, man. It could be, yeah, it could be a dark horse if they really want to uh, push him to the moon. But uh, uh, Austin Theory, 25 to 1, I thought is kind of interesting. He is uh, uh, Austin Theory is a, near the top 10. Uh, what for best odds want to get this in here as we just covered odds and different things going on and 
so much of this forbidden store stuff swinging in every different direction. Not just, hey, come into WWE. Impact is doing this again now. They had an invasion angle. You mentioned it, the hard to kill with Ring of Honor. New Japan. They're continuing their collaboration with New Japan because they're going to be on Axis TV. Impact yeah. is owned by Axis Television. What yeah. are they going to be the lead-in for? Yeah. They're going to be the lead-in for the best of New Japan Pro Wrestling back on TV in the United States again. So those collaborations continue to play here. Ring of Honor shutting down, rebooting the promotion in April, the week of WrestleMania. They are saying they will do a Supercard of Honor. This was announced yesterday. Uh, we mentioned different things that their talent is doing. Jonathan Gresham is still the ROH World Champion. No one's under contract, but what is this going to be? Are they going to become a super indie? Jay Feliciano, a man who knows a thing or two about the wrestling business behind the scene. Uh, a man who has seen Roman Reigns' hair wet before it goes through the curtain. All right? Uh, he knows what's up. He knows what's up. Jay goes, uh, ROH will benefit the most from this forbidden door swinging wide open. Uh, a lot of people ask this about this forbidden door before we sign off here. Give me some crazy forbidden door stuff you think might happen, boys. <laughs> before we sign off here, give me one or two before we close the show. We're going to be talking about this every day for two weeks. I say Chris Jericho will show okay. at the Royal Rumble, and I say Moose will show at the Royal Rumble. What are you talking about crazy, though? Those are like actually things that I think would happen. Oh, and if we're going to go crazy. Go crazy. Young Bucks. Will Ospreay. Will oh, Ospreay young shows Bucks. up People at the Royal it. Rumble and, and has a face-off with Ricochet. Would be nuts. Would be nuts if, if you Ricochet told me. Ricochet and Will Ospreay at the Royal Rumble. This Speaking of forbidden doors, uh, mm -hmm. Strom there's not many forbidden door, any hardly, except uh, and Strowman really doesn't. Strowman 33 to 1, so he's kind of up there. Um they and bring uh, him back at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and let's talk about the women. Bailey is the second favorite at nine to two. By the way, Bianca Belair leading uh, at four to one. Bailey at nine to two, followed by Rhea Ripley at eight to one. Uh, poor Summer Rae. Summer Rae is two hundred and fifty to one. So is Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> Those odds will change the closer we get to the Rumble, too. So yeah, but I find it really interesting that Bailey has got the second best odds to win the Royal Rumble. Still a few weeks out. Hopefully, she's ahead of schedule, man, and she's ready to come back. Def SmackDown could definitely use uh, some more female talent. But would there be anything crazier, though, when you're talking about the Forbidden Door? Would there be anything crazier than the Young Bucks coming over? No, I, that's a great crazy one. Let us know what your crazy forbidden door Royal predictions are. If you're in the comments, let us know. Hit us up at SK Wrestling underscore. Got to get that underscore in there as well. Uh, you can also check us out on Snapchat, Instagram, and of course our Facebook with 2.9 million strong. All right. Thank you guys so much. We are on all the different channels. Jose, you will be live. Uh, you will be, I will be live covering for you on the debrief tomorrow. <laughs> you will be, be live, but you won't be. Uh, but you'll be busy on assignment there. Uh, Jeremy, you're you're busy relaunching your show as well. Yeah, we haven't figured out what we're going to do quite yet, but uh, Lost in the Midcard, you can uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Head to the YouTube and subscribe to Lost in the Midcard. Uh, also on any podcasting app as well. Uh, no timetable of when we're going to return yet, though, but uh, we're I think we're getting pretty close. Jose, we're busy with the Regents of Wrestling World Rumble Week, aren't we? Yeah, well, we come back, Royal Rumble week. This will be season six. It's going to be premiere and Rico and myself. We're doing some a uh, little bit of upgrades here and there to the show. So uh, make sure you follow us on YouTube, Twitch, and on Facebook at Recons of Wrestling. And also give me a follow on my Twitter and on Instagram at Jose G Official. People just being crazy, saying MJF's going to walk out in the Rumble. What are you doing? 
be the ultimate heel move. Maybe he's, he talk. He's talking about WWE a lot lately. So yeah, he's just he's just stirring the pot. He's it's a wooden spoon in an empty pot, as far as I can. CM tell right Punk, now. CM Punk making <laughs> an appearance. Yeah, uh, Punk will yeah. be busy. He's inducting his his old wrestling mate uh, Dave Prezak in the Indie Wrestling Hall of Fame. Congratulations to Dave Prezak, by the way, a true pillar of the independent wrestling business. A guy I've met more than once. Did a lot of great things for me and, and friends of mine when I was in college doing a wrestling show on a college radio station. And he understood that podcasting was going to become a thing. And uh, he connected us with a lot of great talent. I'm very, very happy for him. More than deserving. Uh, a lot of big people you know in wrestling. Dave Prezak played a hand in their in their in their development. And also the development of women's wrestling. He ran Shimmer, Shimmer Women's Athletes, one of the best women's-oriented wrestling promotions that has ever existed. Uh, well, very well-deserving. So flowers to, uh, to Dave Prezak for sure. Uh, we're going to move ahead here. We're going to be busy, and we're going to be with you every weekday right around 530 Central, 630 Eastern. You get these episodes. You get them as well on demand on our video channels on Facebook, on YouTube, in your ears on the podcast. And remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. You watch out. Watch out for merchandise. And you also do what, boys? You have to enjoy it. Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to them. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out!